headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, it's the Ramsey Show, where debt is dumb, cash is king, and the paid-off home mortgage has taken the place of the BMW as the status symbol of choice. I'm Dave Ramsey, your host, George Camel, Ramsey personality, host of the fine print on the Ramsey Networks, is my co-host today as we talk about your mental wellness, your relationships, your jobs, your careers, and your money. It's your life right here on The Ramsey Show. The phone number is 888-825-5225. Austin is in Springfield, Missouri, to start off this particular hour. Hey, Austin, what's up? Hello, Dave. Nice to talk to you. You too. How can we help? My question is, is I'm 22 years old, and I'm wanting to start investing, and I'm wanting to know which platform I should use. Wise man. All right. So you're out of college. You're working. I did not go to college. I'm working. I actually own a construction and excavating business of my own. Way to go, man. That's incredible. Okay. So what's your income for the year? Household income. My my income is around forty five thousand a year. Mm-hmm. Cool. And yeah. I I do own my house. It's completely paid off. Wow. What's that worth? My home appraised around two hundred twenty thousand dollars. Way to go, man! Well, you're doing great already, right yeah, off dude, the bat. You're, you're killing it. Do you have Thank any you. debt? No, I have no credit card debt or student loans, nothing. And you have an emergency fund. You have savings, three to six months yes. expenses. Yes, yes. My emergency fund is around twenty five thousand. Would you run for Congress? <laughs> 22 years old, you have your crap this together more than any of them at the Island of Misfit Toys. I, I wish, but um, very. Um, I got a lot of my information from you, Dave, obviously, and plus my family and my parents. They blessed um, me with a lot of knowledge and stuff, but no handouts, but a lot of knowledge, and I'm very grateful for that. Yeah, they raised a great kid, man. Well, let's talk about the investing side now. Have you invested at all in anything so far, or is this all new? No, sir. I have not um, started investing at all um, in any type of cryptocurrency or anything. All right. Well, here's what I would do if I were if I were you in your shoes. I would be investing 15% of my income into retirement accounts. So things like a 401k, if you have access to that. I know you, you've got your own business, but you don't. So it may be a solo 401k or a SEP IRA for you. Uh, but IRAs and those kinds of retirement accounts is where I'd be putting that 15%. And you can you can put a lot of money in there if you're self-employed. Yeah, you can put $6,000 into just a simple Roth IRA. And that's a very easy awesome. transaction. And that would, that would awesome. be pretty close to your 15% at this stage of the game. So what you do, just okay. click on at RamseySolutions.com. Just click on SmartVestor Pro. Sit down with one of the people that we endorse for investing. We call them SmartVestor Pros. You're the SmartVestor. They're the pro that helps you do it. You're a smart investor, and you are. You are. You qualify, dude. Well done. But they can set that up, and you can have it come out of, directly out of your checking account monthly. If you want to break it down monthly, it'd be 500 bucks a month. If you want to uh, do it one time in a lump sum, you can do that. Um, I'd recommend just setting up a monthly draft because I like getting smart things on autopilot, so I never have to think about them again. So I'm automatically smart. I like that. I like that. If that's, you can automate smartness, that's a, I don't know, smartness is not a word. I'm not there yet. 
Well, I'm I'll get there. Smartness, smart, whatever it is. That's Our, what whatever, I do. Whatever it is, it falls that why, wisdom. We're going to just put it on autopilot, and where we automatically are smart. And I, I just, I've always tried to do that. Trick myself into doing smart things. And you learn to live on whatever's left, and then you're really winning. Exactly. Well done, Austin. Sharon's in San Antonio. Hi, Sharon. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hey, guys. Dave, pleasure to speak with you. I appreciate your time. Thank you so much. I, um, I'm in a position where I'm able to pay off my ex-husband's house for him. Why? And I was wondering if you thought that would be a good idea. Well, it sounds weird. (laughs) Who pays off their Um, ex-husband's house? (laughs) He's a really, really, really good man. And he, he deserves a break. He needs kind of a hand, um, up and i just wanted to help him i'm i um so is george just send him the money i will take it a lot of good people out there you could give to so that's some strange generosity yeah that's different is that that weird i don't know no it's okay it's it's just it's i mean if you want to do it i'm not mad at you it's just would you have to admit it's highly unusual yeah like i never i don't think in 30 years i've ever gotten this call Okay, yeah, I'm not trying to buy his affection. I don't want to good. get back together with him. He's just a good man. He was a so how much do husband. you how much does he owe on his house? One thirty five. And you have like extra hundred and thirty five thousand dollars laying around. Yeah. I have four and a half million in assets plus a trust fund that's two million. Okay. Um, okay. Oh, can, uh, by the way, I'm working with one of your um, endorsed local providers here in San Antonio. May, can I say his name? Sure. Uh, Jeff Whaling and the Whaling Wealth Team. Great. Fabulous. How, how, that's awesome. How, how long have you yeah. been divorced? Um, we got divorced in 2016. We okay. were married for 18 years. Okay. No children. Right. Um, Where did you get all this money? Really- Where did all this money come from? Uh, my my parents and then and then uh, they passed away and my brother was sitting on it and then he passed away in 2020 and then he did not have a will so, so I had a heck of a mess on my hands yeah so I had um, <clears throat> excuse me everything went to me mm-hmm. um, and uh, so that was th- that so was you're like what 50 minutes. you're 50 something years old I'm 53 years old yes yeah. sir and what do you do for a living. Um, I have a part-time job. I do customer service over the phone for a, mm-hmm. a company here in San Antonio. Okay. All right. Um, well, there's nothing legally wrong with this. There's nothing morally wrong with this. There's nothing um, uh, mathematically wrong with this. You have the money. You won't even notice out of four, right. five million dollars losing, giving up 135000 Um I think it's just, suffice it to say, it's just strange enough that um, from a relational standpoint or an emotional standpoint, you know, you might want to talk this through with like your pastor. Um, I'm not saying don't do it, but you have to admit that it's weird and, and, you know, it's just, it is. And so if you want to go do it, that's fine. Um, uh, So, uh, you know, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I guess I'd, I'd wonder his situation financially is he good at money management is this going to make him feel like he just got a free ticket uh if he hasn't been handling his money well you don't want to be enabling in that situation but i mean it sounds like he's got a normal mortgage like a normal person and she just wants to rid him of it but i'm still taking a nice long pause before i cash the check i just think of a whole lot of things i'd put in line in front of it if it was me doing it but you know you have a sweetheart honey there's no question about that and 
um, it, and it's your money, and you're not doing anything wrong, and it, it, even if it's unusual, it's okay to do it. This is The Ramsey Show. Did you know, statistically, when it comes to life insurance and protecting your family, that women are more likely to be uninsured or underinsured than men? This doesn't make any sense. Women make up half the workforce, contribute mightily to family incomes, and in many cases are the breadwinners and take care of their families 24 hours a day. This is one of the most overlooked areas when it comes to financial planning. Maybe it's a relic of the past, but a loss of income or the need to replace family care is equally important for women as it is for men. Single moms, working moms, and stay-at-home moms all need term life insurance. Rates are actually lower for women, which is why I send you to Xander Insurance. They shop the top term life companies to find the lowest rates available. You can compare rates online at Xander.com or call 800-356-4282. This is something every family has to deal with. That's Xander.com or 800-356-4282. George Camel, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today. Thank you for joining us, America. This is the Ramsey Show. Tom is with us. Tom's in Salt Lake City. How are you, Tom? I'm doing great. How are you? Better than I deserve. What's up? So, uh, my wife and I are uh, at the, the end of the baby steps. We're we're debt free, uh, thankfully, in large part to uh, to you and your program and. And uh, just some crazy life experiences that um, enabled us to get there. We've worked real hard, and, and that's where we're at now. Um, so we are both now looking into our retirement. Uh, and But both of us started this whole journey in, in our 30s. And so our our retirement investments were rather kind of pretty delayed. We, we didn't start investing until, you know, like I said, our early, our late 30s. And so what? we have now is uh, we started with a fairly modest income. Uh, now uh, my wife works and, and I own my own business. And we have a, a, a much larger income than we had before. So what's your household uh, income now? Right now we're close to 400. Wow. Look at you. How old are you again? I'm 39. Oh, wow. Amazing. You're ancient. I can't believe you're getting around. And um, <laughs> I know. Yeah. And, uh, and how much do you have in retirement? Uh, after we sell, after this year, we'll have about uh, about a hundred. Good for you. Good. Okay. And uh, how much debt do you have? We are debt free. It's taken us eight years. But House and everything. Everything's gone. Everything's gone. House and everything. Yep. Wow. Way to go, dude. Way to go. What's the house worth? <laughs> I personally think it's worth probably about four hundred or so, Good but the you. market says that it's about six fifty. So, well, I mean, the market is it gets to decide. You don't get to decide. So, right. I'm calling it six fifty then. Good for you, man. Yeah. Well done. Well done. And you're making Thanks. bank. What a great business you do. This is awesome. So now all you got to do you're at what we call baby step seven. So now you all, all you got to do is stack up cash now, dude. And with a four hundred thousand dollars shovel, you got to be able to stack it up pretty fast. That's what we're we're really excited about, and we're looking at uh, potentially retiring um, in, in the next ten years. Yeah, for sure. So, what's your question today? Um, Sounds like you're doing great. My question today, yeah. We're, well, uh, my question really is, 
um, as far as the 15% of your income into retirement. That doesn't apply um, to you. You're, you're at baby step seven. That's only when you're on baby step four. You can ramp that up once you get the need, house paid for. That's what I needed to hear. Yeah, baby step so seven is save as much as you can. Give as much as you can. So our, Live as much as you our can. Our 10-year plan. Oh, that, that sounds so great for, to hear you say that. <laughs> If we if we dump in you know 100 to 150 a year into this uh, into this uh, investment firm that um, that we found through your smart investor pros um, they're helping us out because I am very investment unsavvy so they're they're guiding us through that yeah um, if we just dump in 150 a year then we're their forecast says that within 10 years we could. Um, retire as multimillionaires and live off interest. Oh, yeah, you probably have a couple million in that alone, and the house will be worth a couple million then. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, you're going to be $4 million net worth at, at 50 years old is what it sounds like to me. Oh, it's good to hear you say that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you if you keep making this kind of bank and you drop 150 in there, I mean, 150 for 10 years is a million and a half, plus the growth during mm-hmm. that time is easily another half million, probably another million, actually. So I mean, 10, 10, ti- ten times 150 is 1.5 million, dude. Okay, 39 to 49. Yeah, exactly. So that's that's what that's exactly what we're looking at. Yeah, you don't have to have like a calculator or anything to do that. You can do that one in your head. So then, then you just add some. You know, the growth that you're going to make on top of that during that time is astronomical. And so, yeah, there's another million easy on there in growth. Uh-huh. In growth, yeah. Uh, It'll so double every about seven years or so. Yeah, you're going to be in great shape. Just work with your smart investor pro. Keep laying out a plan. Shovel the cash over there. And uh, here's the trick: is to avoid getting arrogant in the middle of this and blowing it up before you get there. That's the trick. Because what happens is you look over there and you got a million dollar paid for house and you got a couple million dollars, million dollars laying in mutual funds in your retirement, and then you go, I can afford to go do this stupid thing now. And people can, you can blow the whole thing up by derailing. Just dance with the girl that brought you. Stick with the program. The, the You know, dance with the one that brought you to the ball. Just stick with the program. Don't get over here and go, oh, now now I'm going to, Bitcoin is now my answer. I'm going to put it all in doge. You know, people, they get, you get a little bit of hubris, and suddenly your brain just fries out. So just don't do that. Just mutual funds and paid for real estate just keep it simple and stack cash and you're going to be in really good shape man you've done a great job and largely because a you're paying attention and b you're making a lot of money it's a big shovel that helps yeah very nice proud of you john's in houston texas hey john how are you good guys how are you better than we deserve what's up all right here's what i got going on so um we have recently sold some farmland that we had down in florida um, made some cash. We currently owe the only thing we owe on is the house. Mm-hmm. We owe two eighty seven on the house. Mm-hmm. Um, cash on hand right now, including everything in our checking and everything else, is is two eighty two. Um, that includes the farmland proceeds. Yes, sir. Okay. So, I have some uh, employee stock purchase um, stock about forty five grand worth. Perfect. Um, that's an individual stock. Um, I work in Houston, so it's oil and gas, so it's pretty volatile. Mm-hmm. Um, what are your thoughts on selling that forty-five grand worth, getting out of the individual stocks, paying off the two eighty-seven, being completely debt-free? Uh, house is current valued at about six fifty, six eighty. 
um, forty grand or so as the as the emergency fund, and then we can stack some cash from there. You just saved me some wind. That's exactly what I was going to say. I'd cash it out, pay off the house, and that leftover becomes your emergency fund. Anything beyond that, you guys can do what you want with. Go take a vacation. Celebrate. I mean, John, you pulled it off here. You got the trifecta. You paid off the house, you got your emergency fund, and you saved George Wind. All in one answer. It was well done, sir. Well done. Yeah, definitely do all that, brother. Do all that. You're right on track. What, What do you make a year? 140. Yeah. And so now you now you get your your baby step seven, and just like the last caller, all we got to do now is save more than fifteen percent into retirement. Load your retirement. You can load your four hundred one k up. You can load Roth IRAs up in good mutual funds. And uh, how old are you? Thirty nine. Same age. Yeah, you're 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 going to be a millionaire by the time you're forty five, mathematically. Because the, as the value about. of the house increases and you save twenty five or thirty thousand dollars a year uh, for the next six years, and the growth on all of those things, you're going to be over a million dollar net worth by the time you're forty five. Well done. I'm you're, loving this trend. You are truly a baby steps millionaire. You know, George, there this may not amazing. be another radio show or podcast in America where you can call in and be succeeding and prospering and find people happy about it we'll celebrate with you we are happy that you are winning we are capitalist pigs we are glad you are winning most shows are mad we don't we are we are not angry at success we think success is amazing we don't think you're a crook we think you're awesome we think you left the cave killed something and drug it home you're demonstrating work ethic you are demonstrating character and perseverance and you are causing these things to these variables to move you are not waiting on washington to fix your life we love people like you people when you call in here you will get celebrated here and if it starts pissing off the left wing nuts that is just a bonus you're only fueling dave guys that's just a bonus it's just a bonus man i just love it I'm so a guy making 400k and he's 39 years old. That's just awesome. Now that's a trend it's I can awesome. get behind. Forget you know Bitcoin. That's let me, a trend just, I'm let me just tell you. Let me just tell you. You know what that means? It means he's helping a lot of people. Mm. People don't give you money if you're screwing them. You got to provide value. They they, they they give you money when you're helping them. That's how this works. You're providing value. You're adding value to their life in some way. So when you're doing that, you are enhancing humanity. Well done. Well done. This is the Ramsey Show. George Camel, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today in the lobby of Ramsey Solutions on the debt-free stage. Shane and Kelly are with us. Hey, guys, how are you? Good. Hi, doing great. How about you? Better than I deserve. Welcome, you guys. It's so good to have you. Where do you live? We are in Mechanicsburg, Pennsylvania, right outside our capital. Very good. Up in the Harrisburg area. Yeah. Very good. Good to have you guys. And all the way to Nashville to do a debt-free scream, how much have you paid off? So we got rid of 229000 cash flowing 109000 in 16 months. Whoa. <laughs> what was your range of income during that time? We started out at 81000 and increased to 132000 And then any stimulus or child tax credit went right to our debt. Right. Cool. Did you sell something big, too? You had to. That is part of our story. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, tell us your story. What happened? <laughs> so in 2014, I got out of physical therapy school. I graduated with my doctorate in physical therapy. Mm-hmm. And so we had over $200,000 in student loans. Uh. And at that point, I went on Pinterest and started looking up 
ideas of how to get out of debt, and I found the baby steps. Mm-hmm. And in the same week, my little sister mentioned Dave Ramsey. So mm-hmm. I read the Complete Guide to Money in two days, Total Money Makeover in two days. Oh, my gosh. And we attended FPU. Game so, on. Yes, we got Gazelle Intense at that time. But then we decided to start a family, and mm-hmm. Shane became a stay-at-home dad at that point. Mm-hmm. And um, when the pandemic hit in 2020, the hospital I work for was offering a ton of overtime. So mm. um, I worked from 3 a.m. to 7 a.m. and then went to my full-time job until 4. And then Shane went to work from 4.30 p.m. to 1 a.m. Whoa. So we worked around the clock. <laughs> wow. But you were making bank. Yes. So that, <laughs> was, was, that's not, that was not 132. You made a lot more than 132 <laughs> that year. Yeah. It, that was our taxes for last year. But Oh, it yeah. was with all that work. Yep, all that work, but we lived on nothing, basically nothing. <laughs> I mean, when I when we went gazelle intense, like we relied on Christmas for people to give us like underwear and socks. <laughs> That's how like we, we wanted to get it done. So wow. okay, but you said you paid off two hundred and twenty nine in sixteen months. Yes, making one thirty two. That doesn't work. Nope. So the other part of our story is the debt was our SUV. Our student loans at that point then were about a hundred in the hundred thousand range, and then we owned two houses right next to each other. Oh. And our long-term plan was to combine the two houses, um, but getting enough debt was more important to us. So we decided to sell the smaller of the two houses Mm. that got rid of the $89,000 mortgage. And then we put the $29,000 profit to our student. Okay. Now my numbers are working good. Okay. (laughs) Well, good for you. Was it worth it? It definitely was. I mean, you know, it was just a struggle. I would say like when we first got married, because it was just like, you know, we were throwing money away and just money would go here vacations. And now it's just, you know, we have that money now and, at the budget. time, it was a struggle. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. we were probably only making like, I would say $8,000 a year, maybe. <laughs> when we first started that, we when got we married like 12 years ago, but we yeah. found we found you in about 2014 and then wow. went gazelle intense in 2020. Yeah. Okay. But so where did this come from? I mean, it sounds like just overnight, it was like a 180. Yeah. Well, like I said, we knew about you and we were gazelle intense before children and then we kind of went Davish and... Um, and then in 2020, with the pandemic, we didn't have anything else to do. And like I said, my hospital offered so much overtime, so I was able to pick that up. Yeah, and there were other other side jobs that we had, um, just like babysitting dogs. I mean, we sold everything that we owned, yeah. everything. And I mean, the kids really did think that they were going to be next. So I'm wondering if, uh, because of all the opportunity for extra work, mm-hmm. you mathematically could see that we can do this, yes. and that got you back to intensity. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. The hope the hope made you go again. Yeah. 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 So you went from Gazelle to Dave Ish or Ramsey Ish mm-hmm. and then but then when you saw, hey, we could pick up this work and finish this and you got to game on again. Yeah. Yep. yep. Game okay. on. All right. Mm-hmm. I'm starting to understand what happened. Good. Yeah. Very good. Way to go, you guys. Thank All right, you. what do you tell people the key to getting out of debt is? I would say hard work, dedication. I mean, you really have to put in the time. Like, if you want something, you got to go for it. And that was something that we wanted to change our, you know, our family tree, and for our kids to have a better life. So, and I'm glad that we did it and we followed the steps. Mm-hmm. I'd say work as well. Work, 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 work around the clock, um, and also having a strong why. Mm-hmm. Um, I appreciate that Anthony O'Neill says, "If your why doesn't make you cry, the price of commitment will." Mm-hmm. So, uh, having our strong why, our boys. Um, 
And then also staying connected to the podcast and the Baby Steps Facebook group. I think we're really beneficial. Staying motivated on the plan. And it sounds like the kids were a big driver for why this life change was happening. You wanted them to live in a debt-free home, live a debt-free life, and have opportunities you didn't have. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Wow. So you paid off the student loans. You sold the house next door. Did that include your mortgage you paid off? No. no, not yet. So you're debt-free but the mortgage. Yep, we're in okay. baby steps four, five, and six. Perfect. Good for you. Well done. Well done. I'm so proud of you guys. Thank, Thank you. you. Who were your biggest cheerleaders? Um, our good friends, Christina and Klaus. They attended FPU with us and cheered us along the way and our families. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Of course. Well and done. each other. Yep, each for other. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm telling you, you guys put in the hours. I mean, these 80, 90-hour weeks you're talking about here were real. And uh, that, that's that's crazy. You can do that for a short period of time. Uh, if you work like no one else, later you get to work like no one else, yeah. too. You yep. can do work whenever you want if you don't have any stinking payments. Yeah, that's actually so. part of our story, too. Um, since we paid off the debt, I was able to go part-time as a physical therapist, and now I'm home with the boys during the day, and then Shane works full-time um, during the day, so we get to spend so much more time together. <laughs> ah, very good. Nice. Yeah, you got your life back. Yes. Yeah, we, did. we definitely yeah. did. You stole it back yeah. from S- Sally Mae. Yeah. Yep. She <laughs> stole it, and you stole it back. Wow. Yes. Way so what do you tell that person who's got $200,000 in student loans, and they're going, well, I'll wait for someone to forgive it? Yeah, just do it. Get it done. Work, 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 work as hard as you can because it's so freeing to be debt free and you can do what you want yeah and we didn't rely on anybody else it was just us doing it you know we weren't going to sit around and wait for somebody just to give us a check and you know pay it off but i'm so glad that we did it and we put in the hours and we're here amen amen good job well done all right we got a copy of baby steps millionaires for you because for sure that is the next chapter in your story and an extra copy of total money makeover for you to give away to someone and completely cause a ruckus love your t-shirts cash is king live like no one else (laughs) and you you. brought the kiddos with you let's bring them in what are their names and ages we have roman he's four and hudson is two and the t-shirts say i am a why (laughs) oh that's so great (laughs) I am why. I'm sorry. I said it wrong. Oh, well done, you guys. That's beautiful. Very fun. Cute kids. Very, very fun. All right. Shane and Kelly, Roman and Hudson from Pennsylvania. $229,000 paid off in 16 months, making 81 to 132. Count it down. Let's hear a debt-free scream. Here's to baby number three. We're debt-free. We snuck an announcement into that. Oh, my goodness. Look at that. Wow. Wow. That's how to do it. Make your baby announcement to millions of listeners while you're at it. I think Grandma and Grandpa sitting on the sidelines. This may have been the first time they just heard that. I'm not sure, but looking at the reactions, it's a possible thing. Is that the first time you did it? You just told it for the first time? All right. Oh, I love it. <laughs> They're verifying through the glass now. Awesomeness. Very cool. That's a lot of fun. That's inspiring. Yeah. Very inspiring. So, I mean, that's a lot of debt. I couldn't make those numbers work for a minute. Uh, but you know what happens? When people start working like that uh, and they start going, whatever it takes, whatever it takes, we'll sell the house. We'll sell that house next door. Whatever it takes. We've got to work 80 hours. Whatever it takes. Once you start saying whatever it takes and you mean it, you can make debt go away. There's nothing you're not willing to do. But as long as you start going, now, wait a minute. Tell me about the, uh, is there what, this is what little, one little thing and is there a little angle? And you know, as long as you're trying to figure out some way to scheme and scam, it's not yeah, going to work. No shortcuts here. Just hard work. Yeah, it's That's whatever what it takes. That's what you just heard. Whatever it takes. 
People change their lives when they finally say, I've had it. I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. That's when you'll change. And not until. This is The Ramsey Show. George Camel Ramsey personality is my co-host today. Thank you for joining us, America. Open phones at 888-825-5225. Adam is with us in Toronto. Hey, Adam. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hey, how you doing, Dave? Good, man. What's up? Oh, nothing. Uh, well, I shouldn't say nothing quite a bit, but uh, just a little bit of a recap. Uh, back in 2016, my wife and I did, as you say, uh, stupid with zeros on the end of it. Uh, spent a lot, and uh, 2017 paid off about 65000 bucks of debt in uh, 11 months. And I uh, never did end up getting down for a debt-free screen, but anyway, um, fast forward now, in the last, I guess, couple years, COVID has kind of destroyed my industry there. I'm a pilot, and in Canada here, it uh, really took a bad hit. It's just kind of recovering now. And uh, so with the stress that that kind of brought about, it brought some uh, marriage issues uh, along with it, and... Uh, Life is in a really uh, bad spot right now. I guess we both kind of are. And um, is not sure if she wants to work on the marriage or what she wants to do. And we're kind of uh, in this uh, stalemate. But in the resulting kind of aftermath is that she's decided that she's going to spend however she wants to spend and kind of uh, go back to, you know, she's saying we make too much money. There's no way I should have to have any restraint. And so uh, kind of spending about, oh, I'd say about $2,000 a month over what we make. And as a result, I've kind of depleted our emergency fund almost down to nothing. Uh, she signed up for an elective surgery to the tune of about $10,000. And when kind of questioned on the timing of it, she just said, well, I'm either, either we fund it somehow through us or I'm just going to look at my own credit card and do it myself. And, uh, and so, but every time I bring up finances to her to, uh, to talk about it, uh, she says, you're obsessed with money. You've got to stop being so obsessed. But I'm trying to just bring her to the reality that we're spending more than we make and we're kind of gradually bankrupting the family. You know, we've got four young children and uh, trying to, uh, you know, put money aside for them as well. And, and retirement now that we're kind of both kind of getting back on our feet, we do make good money, but uh, the reality is we're just spending way too much and she has no desire to even talk about it. She'll stonewall me every time I try to bring it up. And I'm worried that I'm going to tip her over the edge in the marriage if I talk too much about finances. But if I... Your, mar- your marriage is already like gone. This, well, yeah, it's the thing. It's if I, I feel like I'm kind of giving the drunk a drink. By no, you're, you didn't hear me. Like you didn't this, hear me. But. You didn't hear me. Your your marriage is already gone. Yeah. Well, I mean, she she does give no. indications that she does want to make it work. No, she doesn't. She no, she's she doesn't. Not ready to no, do it right no, now. No, 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 she doesn't. People that do the things and say the things that she's doing have no desire for this marriage to continue. Yeah. When you say things like, "If you don't go, if you don't." Uh, pay for this ten thousand dollar i'm just going to put it on a credit card screw you you don't have a vote this is not a marriage this is not someone that has a marriage anymore that wants to work at all and so what i would do if i were in your shoes is the two of you would say i'm going to go see a marriage counselor and it's either going to be with you on how we learn to get back on the same page and we have a future together that's going to include us both being grown-ups um, and if you want to go with that, that's fine. If not, the marriage counselor is going to instruct me on how to bring this marriage to an end. Yeah, we have done some counseling. And it she didn't has work. Come a couple times, and just trying to get her to come back to it is the hard part, and she's very reluctant. Yeah, you're begging this woman to do stuff. Then she, you know, and she has no desire. She's obstinate. She's angry, and she, she's done. She's done. The marriage yeah. is over. 
Uh, I mean, it's it's tough to say that because she does say that she still does she, want to make She's it lying. Work she, what she says is not what she's doing, and so that's the lying. problem. Yeah. And, and again, it, People it that want their marriage the to work do not behave the way that she is behaving. Yes, I would agree. Okay. So she's yeah, lying. And, uh, yes. Well, <laughs> Elective surgery for $10,000 when you're broke and the family's in financial stress? That's so selfish and asinine, I can't even put words to it. Yeah, I know that's that's kind of my thought too. And well, no, it, that's, like it just is. It's a fact. Yeah. It's not an opinion. Yeah. It's, mm. That that is her screaming in your face that she's done. Yeah, yeah, I know. I, I don't really like to think of it that way, obviously, because it's not a, a nice outcome for anybody in this in this mess. And I think she's, I'm not sure you did it. I think you're just the one that's no. going to admit it. Yeah. Now, I would agree with you going back a couple months that she was done. And however, she's had some influential people in her life in the last month or two that have helped bring her around. Her attitude has changed. Well, then that would involve would you guys getting in a good, getting with a good marriage counselor immediately. Yes, but that attitude has, needs to turn has, into action. Yes, and she has admitted that that is an option. I, I I did confront her about it about a couple weeks ago, and she has. I said, "This is what I want to do. I had some referrals from the Focus on the Family," and she said. Yes, that is an option, and so I'm just kind of trying to not push her because she doesn't. No, I am going to push her. It's says. not. No, an you don't understand. Yeah. You, you, it's time to push her. It's time to push you. The yeah. house is on fire. It's burning yeah. down around you. Get out of the house. Push somebody. Yeah, yeah I am. I'm definitely am. I'm, I'm bringing stuff up fairly regularly, but I'm, you know, kind of teetering on the edge of not wanting to push her over one side to get her. Her emotional side to engage. I want to. Honey, what you think is being back. nice is not nice. You think you're. Mm-hmm. You think you can beg and be sweet and cause this to happen. And it's. I, I'm not asking you to be mean to her, but you're acting mm-hmm. like that. You can beg her into wanting to do this. She has to stand up, square her shoulders, and say, "I'm going to re-engage in this marriage and re-engage as two adults on how to run our household." And she has to do that under the heading of a therapist. And the two of you learn to work together again. You cannot yeah, beg agree. her to behave. Yes, I agree with that totally. It's you know I I, she, I can't change her. She has to decide to yeah. do it. And it's a matter of you know we're trying to get you know obviously lots of prayer and and other yeah. friends of influence yeah. who have to get around her absolutely to change her heart and soften absolutely. Her what Dave's saying is this is an emergency. I'm and just you're saying around you, need, you going, guys need to be sitting well, with a counselor, and, yeah. and and she needs to be going. And if she's not going, then we need to know what that we need to admit what that says. Yeah, okay, yeah. but all this there is not a financial technique that's the problem here. The the no, financial well, problems problem and the is. financial spending are all about her obstinance, and you trying to talk talk your way around it to where it's all somehow okay. It's not okay. It's not okay. It doesn't work that way. And so if uh, Whitney uh, decided to start just start telling George what she was going to do. George would have a thing. Have a thing. Where, you know, here's what we're going to do. I don't tell Sharon what to do. She doesn't tell me what to do. We sit down. We talk about like two adults. We devise a plan on how we're going to do the calendar. How we're going to do the budget. How we're going to live our life. We work together towards common goals. This is called a quality relationship in your marriage. Uh, but when people start throwing it around, they're just like, "I'm going to do whatever I want to do," and you know, they get the all, all head bobbing thing going. And you shouldn't have got married. Then it's you know you you've, you've got a mess on your hands, and you've got to go back and try to try to learn how to be married, and and it, that takes both people. And you can't beg someone to behave. You cannot control someone else's behavior. Your behavior is the only thing you can control. 
and you put it in a situation to go, if you do this, then you're choosing to opt out. If you do this, you're choosing to opt in. But I can't make you choose. That's the only thing you can do is present options to her. But th- this idea of I'm going to let her be go run our family and bankrupt us so that by being nice and letting her do stupid butt stuff that's going to ruin our family, then that and causes her to go to counseling, that's, that's, a, that's a false narrative. That doesn't work. That's, if the auspices for her going to counseling is so that it's because she got bribed by you you putting up with a bunch of crap, then that, no, that is not how you start rebuilding this thing. So, no, you guys need, you desperately, both of you need to sit in the counseling, counselor's room immediately or you're not going to make it. And the spending stuff is just, I'm not, we're not going, I'm not going along with it. And if you, if you don't like it, I'm, it's part of what we can talk to the counselor about or it's part of what we can talk to the divorce judge about. One of the two. We, it's one of the two. But I'm not going along with this. Because it's not right. And I'm not suggesting you leave today. I'm suggesting that the two of you get into the counselor's office four years ago, but right now for sure. That's the only best option. Best time to plant an oak tree 10 years ago. Next sees, best time is today. Oh, yeah. That's a great quote. She sees him as basically a doormat at this point because she knows, well, I'm just going to do what I want. He's, he's not going to tell me off. Yeah. He's yeah. not going to have the conflict. You, you with have me. to stop being scared that you're going to cause the marriage to end by pushing by tr- pushing the marriage to succeed that's that that's that is not going to work it's not going to work you're going to end up nowhere but bankruptcy court and divorce court at the same time oh man sorry I'm you're so going sorry. through that what a horrible thing you're going through i sure hope she comes around i hope the two of you get in counseling and i hope it saves your marriage but you know you participating in crazy is not going to make crazy go away this is the ramsey show Hey, it's John Deloney, co-host of The Ramsey Show. Did you know over 18 million people listen to The Ramsey Show every week? A lot of those people listen on one of our 600-plus radio stations across the country. To find a station near you, go to RamseySolutions.com show. 